Welcome back, back, back to Young Money Mindset, hosted by Luke Caricia and Robbie Holmcross. From, from the ground up, where we talk about mindset, real estate, the hustle, and everything to help you achieve your dreams. Welcome to Young Money Mindset. Welcome back if you're a uh, continued listener. Really appreciate you guys having on um, having you guys on this this week's episode. We do have a little bit of a different idea coming at you guys this go around. Uh, me and Robbie have been talking about doing some different segments, possibly doing some news segments, uh, some market update segments, deal deep dives, that kind of thing. So today we have a really good podcast. We have um, some some kind of insights you could say into uh, philanthropy and kind of what we're doing in terms of Thanksgiving coming up, which you guys will be hearing this probably the day after Thanksgiving. So, yeah, more so happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. And um, so let's kind of jump into the, you know, when Thanksgiving is going on, I know it's easy to kind of get in the mindset of giving back and, you know, where, where you can give back. Um, one thing I I've been looking at doing is possibly donating some, I don't know if you saw my home groups doing the, uh, is it the, was it the blood drive, I believe, or oh, yeah. it's the, it's one of those, I think it's the blood drive coming up, but we were looking at doing that. I think that's coming up really, really soon. I think it's the end of November actually. Yeah. I see a lot of brokerages doing food drives and whatnot. That's well. what it is. It's yeah. the food drive, not the yeah. blood drive. Yeah. So I was planning on going to that and then really just spending Thanksgiving with friends and family, man. What what about you? Yeah, I'm doing the same. So I'll be heading back home to Chicago. Um, I haven't been home in, shoot, it's almost been a year now. Um, but yeah, I mean, really taking some time to kind of decompress. I'm planning to actually make this, you know, full-blown family time, which I haven't done in a while. I mean, usually when I travel, I'm still next to my phone. So I'm going to go on. I'm going to shut myself off of leads. Um, and I think I'm going to, you know, change my voicemail, let everybody know that I'm out of town. I think I'm actually, you know, going to take some real time to kind of just be with my family. Um, it's been a freaking crazy year for me. I mean, it's, it's been the best year of my life by far. Um, but I've kind of lost some things in the mix, you know, I mean, I've been too busy to kind of nurture some other things in my life. So I think, um, you know, going into 2023, I kind of want to keep my pace, but also, like I had mentioned on the last podcast, kind of continue to nurture my relationships. You know, I've, I've proved um, kind of what I can do in the business world to myself thus far. And I think kind of going into 2023, for me, it's going to be um, kind of giving some energy to some other things that may need attention, you know, and, and definitely part of that is for me, you know, being in close contact and spending good quality time with my family, you know. Yeah. And that's, I mean, what I'm going to be doing is just going probably over to my uncle's spot here in uh, Chandler and just hanging out with those guys. Um, Thanksgiving is always one of those holidays where it's good because like you get to see a lot of those extended family members mm -hmm. that at least, I mean, we all live here in Arizona, but believe it or not, <laughs> you know, I hate to say it, we don't always see each other every, you know, every month or, or whatever. So uh, it'll be good, you know, see a lot of extended family members think about ways that we can, uh, we can give back to our family as well. Um, you know, that's one thing that's always been a goal of mine is like, you know, working super, super hard and being kind of that, that person in the family that can provide and, and give back to people. So, 
Um, any way we can do that or, you know, anyone out there that's listening, you know, we, we encourage you to do that and whether it's, you know, 20, 30 bucks, actually I had my buddy the other day, he sent me 40 bucks on cash up. He's like, Hey bro, I just wanted to donate some cash to you. I'm like, are you sure, man? Like, I appreciate it, bro. But it was just cool, you know? And I guess it kind of opened my eyes into like thinking like, you know, I don't know how many people he did that to. I would imagine it was, you know, maybe you know, 10 people, five people or whatever. So it probably cost him, you know, 400 bucks. But um, think of all those people that he affected and kind of made their day, you know, oh, it was like 40 bucks, but it was, it was awesome. And it, yeah. and it really made me feel too. I was like, that's like, I don't know. I don't see a lot of people doing that. I don't, I don't have, at least that's the only time it's ever happened to me. Like just random cash out 40 bucks. And you're like, thanks bro. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. You know? <laughs> Um, but it's just, it, you know, it's good to give back. And, uh, I think, you know, having Thanksgiving right around the corner here is, is, um, kind of gets everyone in that mindset. Well, it's cool. Like being in a position now too, to where we are, you, you know, we, we make a certain amount of money. We have a certain level of, of success to the outside world. And that's cool. You know, the, the reason we do that is, is to try to bring back to the family. And it's kind of cool, like not relying on them anymore for anything. Whereas like now we're, we're feeding into it as opposed to taking from it. Um, whereas like when you're a kid, you know, you need all these things, you're taking funds, you're taking time away. Whereas like I can give time back now. I can give funds back now. I can give badass gifts now. Like I can actually do all these things that I've been wanting to do since I got into the industry and started making good money and everything. And it's really cool to like have the opportunity to do that now. Um, so for me, you know, that's just one of the things I've been thinking about as well. And then especially like, you know, uh, the grandparents, um, it's always been like them reaching out to me, whereas like the, the flip to, you know, the script is kind of flipped now, you know, or is there in a situation to where it's more important for me to actually reach out to them than it is for, for that phone call to come my direction now, you know, um, cause they now need it more than I need it, you know? So it's, it's been cool to kind of take a different, um, a different look on life to whereas, you, you know, I, I can be a provider and, and kind of give more than I take, which is what I've been really trying to focus on now. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that's going to be completely new that, you know, we've never discussed, I don't think we've ever even mentioned it and that we're going to jump into on this podcast. And I, you know, I can kick it off or, or Robbie can here. Um, but one thing I, I wanted to learn more about is like, what was your childhood like? I don't think we've spent any time talking about you know, our early days, what that looked like and kind of what kind of kid were you? Were, were you the kid, you know, at the lemonade stand? Were you the the athlete kid? Were you the the homebody? What, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So I, um, I always thought I was the athlete growing up looking back on it now. I definitely was not, you know, I was, I was decent, but, um, <laughs> I wasn't the athlete that I thought I was. Um, but yeah, I mean, life for me was, was cool. My parents, um, my parents got divorced when I was in like second grade. Um, so that was interesting for me. My dad held on to my childhood home, which he still has now. Um, and then I kind of bounced around a bit, um, living in a bunch of different school districts with my mom, um, typically in a house for no more than a year or two. Um, and then on to the next town, kind of moving around somewhere else. Um, but it was cool for me. I think growing up like that, like I always kind of looked at it as like a disadvantage for me and I hated it, but like, I think that's why I was able to move across the country to a state like here in Arizona and be able to like to thrive in in the way that I feel like I am right now. I mean, I mentioned earlier, I think I've had the best year of my life and I, I do accredit a lot of that to my adaptability to situations and being able to plug in and kind of just have an outgoing mindset and be 
you know, open to differences and people. And like, I'm friends with a lot of different groups that probably wouldn't be friends with each other. Um, but I'm able to be great friends with all these different people at different times, you know? Um, and I think a lot of that, again, is just because I've had to, I've had to move around to so many different spots and meet all new groups of friends. Um, and when you're younger, it's, it's hard, you know, when you do move from a district or somewhere where you, where you've enjoyed the people you're with, it's, it's hard to keep up with them, especially when you're younger and you don't have a license. I mean, you, you know, when you're way younger in middle school and stuff like that. Um, so it was interesting. You know, I went through a lot of different friend groups. I bounced around to a lot of different friend groups. I've, like I said, I was friends with a lot of groups that probably wouldn't inter- intermingle with each other. And I think it's uh, something that I pride myself on as being very accepting and, and trying to see the best in people. Because I think everybody, regardless of your background or your knowledge or anything, everybody has something valuable to bring to the table. And they have something valuable that I can kind of learn from them. Um, I mean, but overall, I thought I mean, I, I thought I had a good childhood. You know, we, we never had anything special, but we were always taken care of. We always ate everything like that. Um, it was nothing glamorous, you know, never did like crazy big vacations or anything like that. But it like, to me as a kid, I just, I mean, it was, everything was normal. It was great. You know, we tried to go on a trip a year, you know, um, you know, sometimes it was a budget trip, but it was, I don't know, to me, it was the world. It felt like the coolest, coolest time of my childhood. What, uh, what kind of kid were you in high school? Um, in high school, I was, I would say I was pretty outgoing. Um, I was a shitty student though. I've always had a, I've always had a really I had a really really negative outlook on education until I got out of college actually, um, and I think kind of the I don't know I can't think kind of the undertone for that was just that I hate being told what to do, and I always I always hated doing things that I knew didn't have any real world application. You know I feel like I've always had I've always been really good with street smarts um, and school was kind of just like, eh, I don't really care to know about trigonometry. I was like, when the hell am I ever going to use this? You know? So um, I always did the bare minimum. Um, I always, I got C's and B's, you know, I got an A and, and P and shit like that. But yeah. <laughs> and then even in college, dude, like um, I went to GCU, which a lot of you guys know, at GCU, all of the courses are out of a thousand um, and you have to get a 700 to pass them, which is a C minus, right? So it's a 700 out of a thousand. I would literally, dude, I would get to a 700 like a month and a half before the end of the semester. And I wouldn't even take the freaking final, dude. Like I wouldn't even go in for the final. I wouldn't do the, I wouldn't do the final papers. I wouldn't do my homework. I wouldn't do shit. I would just leave it at that 700 because I knew I had done what I needed to pass. I was like, cool. I did it. I'm done. And I would literally just take off the last month and a half. And that was it. And then once I kind of got out of high, or out of college, um, into real estate, started reading books, started feeding my mind for the things that I wanted to do. It was like a, and my mindset kind of switched to like, give me all of it, you know. And I've always kind of thought since leaving GCU, I'd always thought it would be interesting to go back to my finance and economics courses, having the knowledge of markets that I do now. Um, Cause I realized like a lot of the kids that I was in school with didn't have any knowledge of real markets, but me getting to see it in the real world, like it's, it's night and day difference. What I learned sitting in a classroom versus what I learned getting out there and doing it and being in the market. Um, so I've always thought it would be interesting to kind of go back to those economics and finance courses to see what other things I would pick up on. Um, Cause now I do have a mindset of like, I need all of the knowledge and I don't, 
I don't really like other people knowing more than me. And if you do know more than me, I don't look at it as a negative thing. I look at it as like, cool, let's have a conversation because I'd love to pick your brain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think that kind of details, you know, like what that childhood looked like. What about, you know, so it sounds like, because I, I was actually very similar in a sense that like I was, I didn't go to college, so I don't have any of that experience. Like I went basically directly out of high school to into sales and just knew that, hey, you know, this is really what I wanted to do. And uh, I worked at a, at a motorcycle dealership and, and love that. I'm a big like outdoors kind of like guy. Like I like uh, motocross and, you know, like, you know, lifted truck, like all the, all the cliche, like off-road outdoor like, yeah. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> like, so I, I got into that after high school and like just really jumped in in my passion, which was motorcycles. So I worked at a motor motorcycle dealership and luckily just happened to fall into a position where a lot of the kids my age were going in and doing what's called a lot tech, where they were like the guy that would move the cars around the lot or push the motorcycles around like and a porter in a way. Porter. Like, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And um, you know, they didn't have that position available, but they had a sales position available. So that's just the one I interviewed for and, and jumped <laughs> into and and um and, and did that. So um but you know, kind of getting back on track, I mean, so it sounds like you got through you got through the GCU, which I was actually over by GCU recently, and I didn't realize how big that campus is. Oh, dude, it's huge. Dude, it's huge. And it's like, it's crazy just like the amount of like people there too. Yeah. Like I didn't, I, I don't know what I was like, because I guess I'm so used to ASU and seeing like, and it makes sense, like Arizona State University, there's tons of kids walking around. And I was like, for some reason, I always pictured GCU as like two people there, like walking around. <laughs> Dude, that's how it is. Nobody ever wanted to recognize it as a real university. Dude, and then <laughs> I go there and it's like jam packed. They're all like in purple. And oh, it's yeah. like, it lopes up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they actually care about that school, which is cool. Yeah. So it's like, it was cool to see that like we we have some other colleges that that people want. Um, speaking of ASU, I think they have a big game this week too with, is it NAU or U of A? Um, sure. they, they painted, you know, that a mountain we used to hike. Yeah. They, uh, U of A or NAU came and painted ASU's mountain. So like all the oh, ASU they? kids freaked out and no, like, they're like going, it was all over the, the oh, news shit, and shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, I was dying though. I was, serious. <laughs> they came up and painted that. Um, but yeah, so coming out of like GCU, obviously you get into real estate. Where do you see yourself? Um, I guess going from here. Cause it sounds like, you know, you your childhood was like kind of and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, was it just kind of like a middle class like childhood? Yeah, lower you know. middle class. Yeah, you know, we didn't. You know, we were in and out of apartments and townhomes and shit. Um, and then I ended up moving in with my dad towards the end of high school. And it was, I mean, it, everything was. You know, we didn't have much money, but we definitely. I feel like we lived a good life. You know, we had our four wheelers and stuff. We had our good fun. My dad. My dad's always been good at like making sure that we're doing fun shit. You know, it doesn't need to cost a bunch of money to have fun. So whether yeah. we're fishing or four wheeling or you know what I mean, it doesn't always have to cost money. Yeah, and I, I mean, it, mine's the same way. I would say we were, yeah, right, kind of. I wouldn't say probably like right middle class, maybe like right, right around there. I mean, we always had, you know, food and and you know all that kind of the necessities. Um, but yeah, we bounced around. You know, my parents, you know, got foreclosed on in the 08 crash and then got divorced. Yeah. My dad um, almost, yeah, we almost lost our house. I remember him talking to me about it. Um, we were driving. He's like, hey, I think we're, we might have to sell the house. At the time, I didn't know anything about it. I was just like, what the hell? Why Why would we ever sell the house? Yeah. Like, what? This is where we live. <laughs> I know. Why are you selling the house? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was interesting. It's cool to like look back on it now. And I've always said like this is kind of cool going through it because this is like our first recession as like yeah. money making citizens, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, it's been interesting. And I think, you know, I do still somewhat think we're in a recession. I don't think it's going to be too, too terrible because um, I think a lot of people have experienced it before and kind of know what we're going through. Um, but yeah, I remember that that being interesting going through that. I mean, how was that for you? You know, losing your house and doing all that. Dude, it was tough, man. I, but when you're that age, you really don't know, right? Like you said, it's, hey, parents are selling the house. Okay, cool. Where are we moving? Right? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I mean, it was it was traumatic. And it was, it was you know, watching my parents go through it, I think, is the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Just because the stress and the, the change in their life and, you know, the strain on a relationship when when something like that happens. Um was probably the most, the, the or I should say the hardest thing, uh, you know, having to go through it as a kid was just watching my parents do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we bounced around to a ton of uh, apartments and, you know, in and out. And like, it's crazy just seeing like, you know, and kind of taking this full thing, like full circle is like, you know, now being adults and like being, you know, members of society that are, you know, contributing. It's like, now we're in positions to go back and help, you know, and, 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 like whether it's kids or our family or, you know, just really be grateful for the, just the progress we made. Like if you look back, you know, at your middle school self or your high school self, like Dude. would you think you would be where you're at today? Um, I want to say yes because, well, no, I didn't think I'd be here this soon. I didn't. I didn't think I'd be here this soon, but I had always, I had always had the mindset and maybe this is a little twisted, but I'd always had the mindset that I could be better at everybody else at whatever they're doing. Um, so I think like getting into real estate, like I, I, I always just knew that I could be the best at it. Um, so I'm not necessarily surprised because I feel like I've definitely worked my ass off to be here. But I am, am I surprised at how quick it came and how quick it worked and like, the direction of things and and how soon you know these dreams and things that i've had for forever might be fulfilled yeah yeah it's pretty cool to see it happen um but at the same time am i am i surprised not really because i feel like i like this is what i've worked for and it's like when you plan for it and you work for it and that is your goal and and you're doing the things consistently it's like it's like you you deserve it. Like you've, you've demanded it. So that's what you've gotten, you know? I mean, I'm sure, I mean, you probably would have never guessed that at your age that you'd, you know, own a company and be doing the things that you're doing, I would assume. Right. No, I didn't. And I, I guess, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess I kind of have like two different like feelings on it. Like one was like, I was never really the kid that like people always looked at me, I think. Cause like, I, I have a kind of a unique like, I guess, perspective in a sense that like, I went to a really, really wealthy school in high school. And then I went to a really, really poor school. Yeah. So like, I got to see kind of like both of those perspectives and like at the really, really wealthy school, like I was always the kid that was like the skater stoner, like kind of like misfit kid, Yeah. you know, and hung out with that kind of crowd. And, uh, and like, we were always labeled like all oh, those kids aren't going to do anything. And like my, my mom and dad own a, 
blah, blah, blah. And we're yeah. going to go to Harvard or we're going to go. And a lot of those kids ended up doing that. Like Chaparral High School is a very, very wealthy school. And you go into the student parking lot, there's brand new Beamers, you know, Mercedes, Range oh, yeah. Rovers, Escalades, you know. And then you look at the teacher's lot. That's how we used to always joke. And it was like old <laughs> Hondas and minivans and, minivans and Nissans. So, but, and then I went to a really, really poor school. So I guess I got to see both sides at the really wealthy school. I always just felt like I, I wasn't, I was never going to be successful. Cause I was like, Hey, I don't have any of these connections. All these kids have like these kids are all, you know, clicked up in their own little clicks. And like, they were very protective of like who, like, you know, cause they lived in multi-million dollar houses in PV and Scottsdale, you know, yeah. and like they were so like, like, you know, protective of their circles and they wouldn't let new recovery. So it was kind of a weird perspective. And then going to the, the Porter school, it was, just kind of like a, a breath of fresh air to see actual like kids that didn't have anything like myself that were like, you know, like, holy, like, you know, these kids are actually like trying to make a name for themselves. And like, yeah. you'd be standing in a snack bar and it's like, Hey, can I get a dollar? Like just a kid that didn't have money, bro. Right. You know, didn't their parents didn't have money to give them for lunch. And like, so it was just, it was cool to see both of those, but, um, I didn't really expect myself to be successful until after my dad died when I was 17. And then I, uh, I really got like, dude, I actually didn't know that. Are you serious? I swear to God. Really? I swear to God. I did not know that. Yeah. So my dad got, uh, my dad got murdered when I was 17 and my stepmom. Um, so yeah, dude, it was deep, man. Dude, and I didn't know that. Yeah. That's some, that's some deep stuff. And like, dude, it, it really gave me a new perspective of like, when you really think about like your life and like your loved ones and the people around you, like all of that could change like overnight. And like, dude, my dad was my best friend. Like my dad was like he was my best friend. Like he, like we were super, super close. Um, so when that happened, man, when I was 17, it really hit me hard. And, uh, that's why it's always been my motto. Like if it's to be, it's up to me is cause like, I don't have really anyone to fall back on, you know, yeah. it's basically me yeah. <laughs> you know? and that's it. So it's, uh, it was tough, man. But after that, I, I just, you know, I, I just put my head down and I, uh, it's grateful to just just work extremely hard and and um, you know be around people that I could learn from because I didn't really have anyone else I could learn from. So I was always looking, you know, who can I learn from? Can I learn from them? Them just kind of keeping my head on a swivel. And then um, it's really helped me though down the line. And that's one of my big missions in life is like to go to a lot of these kids that lose parents, like whether it's cancer or car accidents or whatever. Like one of my big missions is to go teach these kids like. Hey, don't let this define you, you know, like you can, uh, you can like grow past this, you know, yeah. and like, you can go make a name for yourself, your family. And like on my end, it's like, really, when you look at the average 24 year old, my age, like, I don't think they have the same level of drive motivation. No. I do like yeah. chip on my shoulder in a sense of like, Hey, I'm going to get this done. Like most don't. And I think that's that perspective in high school. And then with my dad and my stepmom passing, it was like, it just elevated all of that. Yeah. It's almost like, like you kind of, you kind of gain that energy. I kind of almost felt that, um, actually when my grandpa passed, um, it was hard for a little bit. And then I, uh, like after a couple of weeks, I kind of just took it in as energy as like positive energy as like moving forward energy. And it, it almost felt like, uh, like an energy boost for me. Um, and I kind of took it from being like a grieving thing to like, uh, how can I crank this up and like prove that everything that he did in his life and that my dad was able to do 
currently and, and how he was able to push me to make it all worth it. You know, like, like what is, what is our brand? What is our legacy going to look like and how can I make it worth it for my family and the people that put in the work behind me for me to be sitting where I am right now. Um, and kind of hearing your side of the story. Now I, I, I'm st- I can't believe I didn't know that. That's crazy. I can't I thought I you knew that. that, but, um, I didn't know that, but I, it, it um, it makes sense, you know, with, with, with the personality you have with the, you know, how, how charismatic you are and, and it, it makes sense, you know, kind of where that mindset comes from. And, and unfortunately it sucks with where it came from, but you know, you're, you're very blessed with the mindset and the drive that nobody can ever take away from you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. And I, I mean, like, yeah, at my Halloween party, like a couple of my buddies there, like Tyler and a lot of those, those other dudes were like, they, they, they know my dad, right? Like they were friends, you know, since I was in third grade. So like they grew up with us, they stayed at our house for weeks at end. And like, it was just crazy. Cause like a lot of the way, like even the little things that people see me do today that like, Oh, that's something Luke does. Like, it's really like my dad, you know, which yeah. is, which is weird <laughs> to think like just a lot of the little things, like even Katrina knows. Cause like, you know, this was like a couple of years into our relationship when all that went down. Um, and that was interesting too, to see like, cause like, that's my, like my ride or die. Like she rode through a lot of that, those yeah. times with me, um, which was, was cool coming out of it. Cause it was like, I, I feel like a lot of relationships would have just gotten destroyed, you know, yeah, with the mental things that you had to go through. Yeah. And just like all the stuff that I, I had to go through just even on a spiritual level, like on a counseling level. I mean, on every single level, like just here in Phoenix going to all like the, the different, um, the, you know, nonprofits they have here and just, it's crazy, man, when you really think about it, cause there's rooms of people getting together tonight that, you know, are our age younger than us that have lost someone in their family and that are going through really, really deep times that, you know, giving, you know, going back to the Thanksgiving thing, it's like just going in there and donating our time our any knowledge we have, anything we can do to provide value. That's like always been our mission on this, even on this podcast. That's all, all we try to do is, is, is spill out the most valuable information we can with, with no expected return, which is something that I've been really working on. It's just, it's just spreading what you can, you know, I mean, you're, you're here for a very finite amount of time and it's like, how much value can you bring to those around you? Cause that's really your net worth. You know, it's, it has nothing to do with your checkbook. It's, it's what, what mark can you leave on those around you? I yeah. Think is what does it for you. And it's, um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's interesting too, because it's like when you do, you know, I guess this got dark pretty quick, but it's like when you die, it's, it's unfortunately like your family has to move forward and it's like all they have is the memories of you. Yeah. So it's like, you gotta, and, that, and that's something that's ingrained into me. And that's, I feel like too, which ties into my work ethic because it's like, I want to be able to like, I'm not all work, no play. Like I loved, and that's why like me and Robbie were talking prior to the, doing this podcast and we were talking about quality of lives and like, who would you rather be kind of thing. And it's like, to me, quality of life is everything I'm striving for. And that's why I'm working so hard. Yeah. So it's like having that quality of life to take your family out, go on vacations, do those memories, it's right? Dream is how you're going to impact too, not only your family, which is going to go hopefully on to impact more and more people too. So there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff out there. Um, But yeah, hopefully you guys got value in the podcast. 
Um, we appreciate you guys, you know, staying, staying on, on board here this long. And, uh, if you have any questions, you guys need anything, feel free to reach out to us. Make sure you leave a review down below and we look forward to, uh, talking to you guys on the next episode. You guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Can't wait to catch you on the next one. 